Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Talking to Death is released weekly, every Wednesday, and brought to you absolutely free. But if you want ad-free listening and exclusive bonuses, subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus at tenderfootplus.com or on Apple Podcasts. Talking to Death is a production of Tenderfoot TV and iHeart Podcasts. Listener discretion is advised. So, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> what's happening? <laughs> what what accent is that? I'm not sure. People people say I fake an accent all the time. I don't know what my real one is at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, just say like Boston. Is what it's supposed Ooh, to be. I could actually hear that a little bit now. Yeah. Are you from Boston? Yeah. Okay. Well, Thirty minutes out. God forbid I actually say Boston. Are you a Boston sports fan? So here's the thing. Pats were winning. We were on a winning streak. It was so much fun. Oh, High no. school, lots of parades. You don't know anything about that. I do. I now they're not winning. I kind of want to jump to Bill's Mafia, but that's that's just me. I mean. <laughs> I would support that. Yeah, I mean, they go crazy. They jump on. I mean, it's for the fans. It looks fun. Yeah, yeah I want to join them. <laughs> it's like, also, like, I like Stefan Diggs. He's fucking dope. Who is it? Stefan Diggs. Yeah, no, me too, man. Uh, his swag is out of control. It doesn't have to be that. It doesn't have to be that cool, but he is. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no oh, idea just, about sports. I you literally... go look up Stefan Diggs when you leave here and you go, damn, he's pretty tight. All right, yeah, he is. And is he a model or is he a wide receiver? I don't know. Oh, shit, the man. Bills. Yep. <laughs> so you gave me this. Yep, that's a pirate water. And I'm just going to I'm gonna try it and yeah. just see. Give it a whirl. All right. This is Miami Vice pirate water. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a good 10 bang for your though. That's your bang and that's 10%, your box. 10% what? In terms of... That's the whatever ABV content, stands right? for. <laughs> yeah, it's like three and a half beers or uh, two IPAs. Yeah, it's, yeah. Oh well, you're thirty. You think in terms of IPAs? <laughs> yeah, how many? Yeah, I think that's like a how many three IPAs? Nanolites. Is that? Well, dude, remember one IPA is still like two point five beers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Let's see. Okay. Moment of truth. Oh, it smells a little reminiscent. Smell like Miami. <laughs> it's actually not bad. Uh, that's huge to hear. I, mean, I can tell there's a lot packing in there. Yeah. Uh, but I can also see how you could just drink too many of these and be like, I don't know what happened that night. Um, yeah, it's actually pretty good. I'm a I'm a heavy drinker. Have a high tolerance. Two of those. I'm I'm weird. Getting yeah. 
which is great. They're only $2. That's a $4 night. Not too bad. It's yeah. I mean, the four loco is the, the comparison without the fucking Coke in it, basically. Right. Yeah. It's its older brother. It's same so weird. company. So I used to do uh, Coke, Coke, uh, meth. No, <laughs> I mean, I never did. Math. I still do those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I used to do like I used to be in a band like rapping and oh, did my cool. own music videos and stuff. And this is circa 2008, nine when I first started doing that like white rapper pop punk vibes you know you give me a sample you can google it and figure it out and see like oh yeah they still exist out there but spit a bar this oh, <laughs> hell no <laughs> nah, i'll right. send you a link <laughs> yeah. right, and then you'll be like oh my god he wasn't kidding yeah. <laughs> no but that. this company reached out to me just cold emailed me in like 2008 or 9 and they were called four it was just four four and they had this drink called four that was like an energy drink and it w- had a lot of alcohol in it. Ooh. And they're like, we'll send you these if you put them in your music video. All right. And they sent us like a, a crate of them. And then it became Four Loco. Oh, and shit. And then they sent us a whole shit ton of those. And then they like had to wipe the stores of these ones that we mm. had. First batch didn't go so well. I, I was like, I think they call it Four or like back in the day, Four, mm. because if you have Four, you die. They didn't want to say die. They were like, we need a rebrand. Let's go. Like, we, could, we could call it for death. We're like, nah, let's just go loco. <laughs> it just makes you a little loco. Okay, so you have a huge TikTok following. I mean, I have like a thousand followers on my TikTok. You know, I'm decent. I'm decent. Damn, okay. <laughs> Does it, do you feel cooler? Uh, no, I'll always, I'll always feel like a loser. I mean, middle school crushed me, man. Oh, shit. What happened? Well, no, it's like, I don't know. It's I don't know if it's different between uh, girls and boys in middle school, but something about middle school, I just, I will always be a loser. Middle school is my least favorite one. Yeah, it's tough. Sixth grade was the, the worst year of my life in school, oh, yeah. I think. That was, that was a tough time. So why was it so tough for you? Um, You know, I, I got jumped a handful of times throughout my uh, school years. Jumped? Yeah, not even in fistfights, just absolutely unfairly jumped. Like stealing your backpack? What are they doing? No, they never. They just wanted to um, beat me down mentally and physically. Uh, never taken anything of value because I was in of value, really. Who is they? Ah, oh, dude. You just name like them. the older kids, the bullies, or there what? was uh, these girls who thought I was talking to her boyfriend. I'm just, I'm still scared of boys to this day. Uh, there was this other girl. I was the only one who went to her birthday party in fifth grade. Sixth grade, she decided, you're my target. I'm going to get you in between bells. This bitch. She'd come swinging. Fucking teachers would be trying to, like, box her out, like, playing basketball. Um, Another crazy one was I was at a 21 Savage concert night before an AP test. Only AP I ever took. I didn't know you had to pay for the test at the end of the year. So that's why I took that class. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I I just thought it would be easy. And um, yeah, so went to a 21 Savage concert, tried to get to the front, and I had some words, probably not great words, with this woman. And uh, her boyfriend stepped in, and he said, you can't talk to my woman like that. How old are these people? Uh, They're a lot older than 17-year-old me, that's for sure. Okay. And uh, homeboy windmilled me at the 21 Savage concert. Like, literally Like, one of these? Yeah. 
And I was with my my, my best friend Bree and uh, her the the friends were holding her back saying, "Just let it happen. Just let it happen." All right, that's like actually fucked. Yeah, and then Twenty One Savage said, "This all sounds fake," but then Twenty One Savage stopped the concert and he was like, "Y'all wilding down there," and I was like, "Twenty One help." That's fucked. So okay, then what happened? Then you oh uh, they like- ran out, never got them. They tried to offer me free tickets uh, for the rest of the year, like for one concert. Who's the only, they? Uh, the House of Blues. Sorry. The okay. venue. Yeah. Yep. But the only one playing was like Sammy Adams. I don't even know if you know who that is. I actually do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I just age myself? <laughs> yeah. No, no. Because I, I know him. <laughs> Dude, he had that one song. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, what? I was like, you were talking about? Yeah. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, what is that song? He samples a song that is also a hit. Yeah. Uh, like that piano song, the Walking on Glass song. Yeah. Walking on Glass. Or Sammy Adams. Glass. It's something like that. He's a local hero. <laughs> Dude, yeah. So back in the day, I wanted to be that guy. Oh, yeah. I mean, like. He was the man. And, you know, I guess career wise, it didn't entirely work out. I think you ended up a lot cooler. So. Well, well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I don't. I mean, no sure. disrespect to him, no, right? <laughs> but I was like, man, how are these guys doing this? Making smashes like this? Oh, damn! It's not even on his top anymore. Okay, oh, I got it. <laughs> this. Let's okay, go. I will say though, <laughs> the intro is bad. It's, I don't know. It's pretty. T- I'm not hype right now. <laughs> but oh, once the right? piano comes. Right here. Oh, oh yes. Crazy. Sammy Adams, man. I think what I realized though is I actually just like the song they sampled more than that song. Yeah, that's usually the case. And it's also a slap. That's the sampled song? Yeah. You can't say this song sucks. No. Doesn't. Nope. So. You can't not smile when you hear this song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like this song comes on, you go, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's like <laughs> everything's going to be at least decent. Yeah. That's one of those things I was like, I wasn't listening to that. Like, I <laughs> know. <laughs> this is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. 
I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. So tell me about your podcasting career so far. Um, did you like want to do podcasts or I don't know, like what is what is it even like these days? Is, is that a career path? Yeah, that so is a thing? Ever, ever since I was a little baby child, I always wanted to be a podcaster. It was a really lucrative decision. 24 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. Oh, yeah. uh, isn't it crazy, though, that it wasn't even like a thing? Yeah. It's not a thing that you. I'm like, was it at all? Like, in, I mean. For me, no. I, the podcasts didn't become relative till. I mean, everyone knew like how Stern had Sirius and like. Mm-hmm. But that's still radio in my eyes. Like, podcasts yeah. didn't really become happening in my time till like I was in high school, I guess. But like, it was never like a, like a thought yeah. for me, I guess. I made Up and Vanished in 2016. I think Serial came out in 2015. Ahead of its time though. That was a good time to get in. That also hurts my head. Yeah. And I was like, I, I didn't think I was getting in to anything. Mm. I was just like, Maybe I do that. Yeah, like, this yeah. this would be silly. If, yeah, or or <laughs> I was like, and then I'll go on to the next one. Yeah, yeah it's not going to be like a colossal <laughs> fail. It wasn't if it that deep. Work out. Yeah. yeah, but I guess there was probably more of a I don't know pathway to it, or or like I don't know proof of concept. That, yeah, I don't know. Like, what's your? I, I'm actually just curious about your perspective on how you got to where you are right now and what you saw to make you think that. Um, so my friend Brianna, she got hired by Barstool when she was a junior in college. And they told her that she had to move to New York to like full-time work there. So she had to drop out of school. But before she moved, she gave me a call. She's like, dude, I know you're taking a semester off of school because it's all online. You want to just come with me to New York, see what happens? I've always wanted to move to New York, but... When I got here, I had just enough money saved from scooping ice cream. That's That was my only source of income. So I, that was running out fast. I didn't realize yeah. uh, how expensive okay. New York was. Right. So that was running out. So I started door dashing on foot in the snow. This sounds like a, a your uncle's story, right? Yeah, you're, you're going walk, <laughs> like, walking yeah, to school. It's uphill both ways. You're like, <laughs> what? <laughs> You know, DoorDash. Well, before they had hoverboards, I was on foot. <laughs> right. So, you're, okay, you're just like on foot, but like, I guess there's a radius, right? Uh, no, they would send you all over Manhattan. <laughs> it was ridiculous. But would it take too long to not be worth it? Yeah, everybody's food was cold. I wasn't making any money. You make your money off of tips on that job. And I was losing. It was tough. 
<laughs> it was tough. It's been 45 minutes. Like, I don't even know if she's in a car. Like, no, they could, see, they could see me just slowly moving. Felt bad for all of them, but, you know. What do you like about just talking on the mic? I mean, it's it's your job. Yeah. And you just get up there and shoot the shit and talk about things that you care about, don't care about, and you're just all day talking. Yeah. Why, why do you like that? Well, I mean, teachers growing up would just tell me that I'd talk too much during class. And so this is probably the best job ever for that. Um, and the best thing that comes with all of it is that I'm doing it with my best friends since I was 10. I mean, it's amazing. Which yeah. is like super awesome. Like, I just remember being in college and like we'd FaceTime each other and we're talking about how much we hate our major or whatever. And we're like, dude, imagine we just get paid to party with each other. Wouldn't that be right. sick? It's like some shit you come up with in the closet. Like, yeah, you know, yeah one day, man. Yeah. yeah. Like, a, like a 3 a.m. Like, dude, we should totally get paid to party. <laughs> and uh, we figured out how to do that, which is fucking sick. I mean, touche for that. I mean, honestly, yeah. that that is, that's that's amazing. Yeah. Honestly. It's pretty I mean, damn cool. These guys are my friends. And that's huge. That's also cool as fuck. Yeah. That I'm able to, I mean, because work sucks. Yeah. Right? Like, and you still do work, right? We're still doing work. Yeah, but I've like never had a time where I'm like, damn, I wish I was doing something else. Right, exactly. Which is sick. So I want to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shift gears here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, within your comfort zone, you tell me what you think. But I was just doing some TikToking and Instagramming. That sounded horrible. That who's no one says that shit. Um, How old are you again? Um, <laughs> fifty-two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sound like my pops. <laughs> yeah, TikToking and Instagram. I'm, I'm, like, I'm on. The, I'm on the gram and I'm the gram and to your grandma. <laughs> it's like, Dad, you're clearly not because. <laughs> <laughs> are you dancing on TikTok? Is that what you're doing? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I should be. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> Don't get me started. I mean. I like made like one tweet one time. I was like, I, I was annoyed. I was like, I'm like, God, I, I'm so annoyed at everyone dancing on TikTok. And it, and then someone just read it so deeply mm. that they were like, wow, you it upsets you if people are living their life and having fun. So these are the people that we are annoyed with. It's just like, shut the fuck up. Stop shut the fuck up. So now you, you are analyzing in the most crazy way. The way that your Boston accent came out just then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> was mobster-like. Yeah, that's why I'm going Bill's Mafia, because I've always wanted to be in the Mafia. You, I mean, I think you just just do it. Yeah, well, it's actually the mob. We're Irish. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the internet is b- a bizarre place. I'm Like, what's it like? I mean, because we, we make content. Mm-hmm. Content. Um, we... You know, social media posts, podcasts, podcast reviews, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you say, you know, I'm not going to look at that or whatever, you end up seeing stuff, even if you're trying to tunnel vision it. And so I'm just curious, because it's always a good, bad, and ugly, right? Yeah. What's your experience been like with just hearing the reviews of who you are as a human? Yeah, it's kind of crazy to to put something out there and... I, I'd say, like, I always want to put, like, good good content out all the time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just shit ass. 
and like <laughs> what do you mean like like sometimes you put something out and you're like that's gold i'm stoked about that it's, it's always the stuff you work really hard on and okay, you're like proud yeah. of isn't that funny how that, that works sucks to people it's so true it's though like, oh damn maybe i just stink but <laughs> it's just a bummer but like a lot of people are so opinionated on just about everything you do it's it's at one point i just you just have to stop caring yeah like feedback is good but not when it's like so delusionally trying to just hurt you yeah. i suppose it's a weird in between because i don't think you should take the approach ever of just don't listen to them at all yeah and just do your thing it's like sometimes they're right they're right most of the time and and you know when they're right because mm-hmm. it feels different you're like ouch yeah I mean, kind of right, dude. When they hit right? me with like <laughs> specifics that I have uh-huh. in the back of my subconscious about my own self, yes, they tickle that little insecurity. We're like, fuck. I'm like, dude, I thought about that maybe one time, but like, how do they know? Like, they mm-hmm. just are so spot on. It's yep. crazy. They really know how to get you. And they're like in the carpool line somewhere, and <laughs> yeah, like, and they're like. I've done my work here. Yeah. And I'm on to my day in my life. It's so crazy to just Whoa. be a fucking troll on the internet and then go pick up your kids at fucking preschool. You <laughs> piece of shit. No wonder you're divorced. I, I, don't know, I just had that in my my head. And I was picturing, you know, I actually was p- picturing a, like the stay-at-home dad in that situation. Yeah, where no, he's it like, mostly he's is. mad that he's that guy right now. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, right? And the, here's the thing. These older guys, I saw. I think I saw a tweet or a TikTok, and someone said, these older guys, at least they have balls. They have their two kids in their profile picture, where they live, where they work, all on their profile. Come find me. <laughs> and then my generation is hiding behind like uh, like user one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I cannot stand that. It's like... I think as a just a formality as just a basic principle Instagram if somebody follows you Mm -hmm. and they're private you should automatically be able to see their profile yep and give me their mother's number while you're at it yeah and I'd like to talk and like yeah give me your girlfriend's number and (laughs) your your mom's number just emergency contact stuff Mm -hmm. yeah I've I've went that route before one kid he really fucking slipped up. Called me probably like a big fatty or something. And when was this? Uh, like a year ago. On, on online. Yeah, and basically he just left his profile just completely clear as day. You could see his mom, uh-huh. his grandmother. You goofed. His grandmother had a uh, an Instagram. His mom, his grandmother, and his girlfriend blasted him. Made a TikTok about him. Kind of oh. went mega viral. Oh wow! He reached out to my work and asked for it to be removed. They said, you don't have to, but. Right. I was like, nah, I think he learned his lesson. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to shift gears to a different place here in a second. Okay. I was like doing some research on you today, like like a psychopath, mm-hmm. and I saw a post that really made me think. I saw a TikTok that you posted about mental health and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I'm batshit crazy. Well, that's not what I was going to say. <laughs> no, it's, it's a terrible way to bring it up. No, no. It, and <laughs> I mean, for a moment, I, I, because I, I find you so funny on the internet. Oh, thank you. That's huge. I was wondering if you were, if it was a bit or not. And then I, was, then I realized, oh no, she's being serious for real. Yeah. Then I, was like, then I changed my whole tune and started over again and, and watched it and listened to it. And 
it, it's not a fun thing to talk about, but I also feel like there is this, you know, it kind of annoys me almost how much people talk about mental health. Yeah. In the terms mental health. And like that's it, though. Yeah, like like being so broad and saying we should we should all really care about our mental health. It's like, what does that even mean? The thing about posting that video is when I when I got into all this stuff, I called my mom mm -hmm. and I said, "You're not gonna like what I'm gonna be posting from here on out, and you can either get with it or get lost." And at first, she unfollowed me. Oh, now damn. she's my biggest fan. She's my dog. She's my. Did she's you express so cool. what kind of content that would be? Just like in the comedic root of things, okay. like there was this one thing I posted which sparked the conversation where mm. um, I, I, I put out a poll of my two friends and I said, which one makes you cream your jeans more? She right. didn't like that. Um, so she knew what cream Irish jeans Catholic meant. household, yeah. She was like, I know what that is. Yeah. She That's was like, not cool. She's, you're talking about creaming jeans on your Instagram story? <laughs> your mom doesn't say that. Don't say this. that, mom. God, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, no, not you. You're like, oh, dog. God, it is, it is bad when you say it. <laughs> but I, I had called her and I'm like, yeah, you're not always going to like what I have to say. And at first she wasn't with it. And then now she's, she's right on my side. But I also talk to myself i guess i'm crazy no I, and... <laughs> I i do this i do the same thing and and i think people think i'm bullshitting no i'm i've spent days in my house by myself i mean i'm this already sounds wild <laughs> <laughs> but i mean I, I found myself single in my early 30s and all of a sudden i i i'm in a house that i bought and you know people are busy doing shit yeah and then COVID happened and i'm just kind of like hey i'm like I'm a new best friend. Yeah. Like someone's over and you're like, yeah, like cut that shit out. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, sorry. I was talking to myself. What did you say? <laughs> but um, yeah, no. So I, I was talking to myself and I just kind of made a note. Like if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I'm, I'm in it and I'm going to just be 100% like authentically just tell. Why'd you want to tell people like that? Um, I think it's really, like a really important conversation to have mm -hmm. and not in the sense of mental health is really important. Yeah. But rather like just showing the, 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 the bad parts of it. Like people will talk about, uh, finding out they have mental health issues, whatever, and just kind of show the good sides of it all. But, uh, press and record while you cry and I, I almost regret it, but I almost don't either because for whatever reason it helped a lot of people i guess yeah just talking through it i uh last year i checked myself into the loony bin what which i shouldn't call it that but that's how i cope i guess what, what is it um it is the uh the mental health facility mm -hmm. it, what is what do you actually call it i mean i would I, call it like so many different I mean, definitely things. not the, the loony bin but yeah the loony bin <laughs> Even though, like, you're someone who like went there, they're like, "That's offensive." It's like, like, well, well I, I can call it whatever I want. I went there, so I'm a strong believer in if you can claim it, you can say it. Right? Okay. I mean, it's like I've never been to that place yet. Yeah. So well, there's always time. So there's a moment in your or a, a, just a culminating moment where you're like, ah, I, I want to. Or, or what are you thinking in your head? Well, what I have now realized after um, a year later and being medicated now is mm -hmm. uh, I should have not went there and I should have went to rehab. Okay. Yeah. No, yeah. I had a, like I had like a drinking and like a, I was doing like a lot of blow molly and stuff. Okay. So yeah. And it was kind of throwing your. And it was just throw, like obviously it fucks up your mental health. Uh -huh. 
but um like i had mental health issues but it was the drinking and the partying and i was just being an idiot and i yeah because for whatever reason rehab seemed a lot more scarier than going to the loony bed i mean i'll 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 say i've never said this before um there was a point i mean i i had a whole moment probably two probably two and a half three years ago i had just been working so hard for years head down tunnel vision you know i I had one successful podcast and i'm like i need to make i'm gonna make this work Mm. this is this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah, do I, or I don't die. give a shit. Yeah, let's go. And so I busted my ass in it, and I just kind of ended up neglecting myself a little bit there. But there was a moment. It sounds funny now. It was definitely not funny in, at the time. And I think it was a, a meeting about dead and gone. We hadn't made it yet, and I was literally in the bathroom crying, and I called a mental health facility mm. I, right i probably googled mental health facility yeah. i mean i'm sure it works and i called them and i and i was like i'm going to check myself in somewhere mm-hmm. not for some sort of substance abuse thing i'm i'm just yes. like i'm just gonna go here and i'm i'll pay for it myself right now today here's my i'm like ready to go yeah like i need help but turns out they're like, okay, so what's going on? I was like, I'm just really anxious. Mm. And they're like, is that it? How? I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. And they're like, okay. And they're asking all this other shit. And I'm like, I'm like, Help. I'm like, uh, I'm like, what? I'm I'm glad I didn't do it now. I mean, yeah. like, you know, maybe it would it probably would have been fine. Yeah. But I'm like, yo, I'm a paying customer. Yeah. I am re- I, I'm paying full price, no insurance. Let's mm-hmm. go. Yeah, cash here. Yeah, like run it. Mm. And um, I don't know why I thought it would work that way. I guess it doesn't yet. I mean, in some places it does, right? It's a it's a fucked up system. Like, yeah. if you really need help urgently, you have to go to the emergency room yeah. to get into a place because there isn't room. And it's just crazy. Like, if you were to call, you can't just be like, oh, I'm I can just walk in. Yeah, I you thought, to go to the yeah. emergency room. You have to be locked down. You get the grippy socks and uh, <laughs> the grippy socks. <laughs> the grippy socks. And you're like, God, can't slide. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fucker. The worst thing of it all was um, if you're taking too long taking a shit. A girl's poop, by the way. If you're taking too long taking a shit. Have you guys heard about this? They walk in on you, and that's when I lost my mind. I was like, You gotta be you're shitting me. Kidding me? Like. I'm okay, well, how long is too long? Well, I, you know, I like to take my time. No, but, but like, <laughs> I, well, not yeah. Okay, well, yeah. Well, how long is too long for you? <laughs> oh, I would. They would think I was doing something bad in there every yeah. day. Yeah. yeah, they're like, why? He needs to keep going to that same bathroom every hour. Keep an eye on that guy. Yeah, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm just. I actually have to take a shit. Each like, time. dude, this food sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, it's like I don't know, but my tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> like I promise, everything's cool. <laughs> Yeah, that would be game over for me right there. Yeah, I lost. It's also why I don't ever want to go to prison. Oh my God, no. And I, I feel like even if you committed a crime, hopefully not, not a murder or some heinous crime, if you're someone who's in jail for anything and like you have to just take shits in front of people and stuff, I, I, I'm like, I mean, I guess I 
maybe I would eventually adapt, but I'm not convinced. I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see how I can do that. Where I could just all of a sudden be cool with that. At the very least, I would I would get used to it and be a problem for everybody else. Yeah. And I would be in more and trouble. And then you're in trouble. Yeah. yeah. Get my ass beat. I'm like, this just sucks. Yeah. <sighs> like that's like when I think of prison, I'm like, man, taking a shit in prison would suck. It really it's the would. The first thing I think about. I just powered two people who have been to prison and have been rehabilitated. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know if that works, but if you like to go to prison, lose years of your life and come out and oh, like, experience all that, that's a whole other world. It's crazy. It's like a t- time glitch. Yeah. Like uh, that's got to, I mean, it, it has to fuck you up. It's got to fuck you up. I, I actually saw a TikTok. It was kind of funny. Um, he goes, my, my boy just got released from prison. I brought him to the club. He doesn't know how to act. He's standing there like, just <laughs> really scared. Well, he's acting like most of my friends, anyways. We're like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, we should go like to the crib. <laughs> you mean I could take a shit for as long as I want in here? <laughs> There's no time limits on the bathrooms here. It's like, yeah, but you don't want to use the bathroom here, man. Like, it's going to my apartment. Yeah. <laughs> There's there's no door on this one. Yeah. yeah. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV True Crime Podcast, to live and die in LA. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. You made this post, and I I have to only think that you have so much hindsight now. Yeah. But you you probably felt like people should hear this, right? Yeah. Authentically. And you and you kind of leaned into that, which I which I think is really cool because that's not an easy thing to do, or it's not even it's definitely not your my natural inclination. Mm. 
And so you did that and, you know, I hate the whole just generalization of mental health. Yeah, yeah. But and I like to keep it real. And it, like, what have you learned from that point in time? Um, basically, the whole reason I, I think I press record and then pressed post is because that was like three months after I got out of uh, no privacy shitting ho- housing. Right. Um, that's what you, that's if you. That's you, better. That's, that's more PC. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. And that was like three months to the day that I got out and like I was like medicated, whatever. And everybody was commenting on my post saying, you just seem so good now. Like really proud of you. Like everything seems great. Like you are basically like people saying like you are fixed. And I just kind of wanted to show, like, and, and they were saying it in like a really nice way. Yeah, yeah, but you're kind of like, yeah, I'm not gonna post like a thousand of those. Yeah, yeah like I posted one. And I'm surprised I did that. Yeah, so, yeah. I know. Yeah, because I'd I'd much rather just uh, uh-huh. deflect and make a joke. That's, of course, that's my same, same here. It's the yeah. way I get by. Mm-hmm. And, my whole life. <laughs> yeah, seriously. I mean, it's a it's a defense right now. mechanism. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm fighting for my life. I mean, podcasts I do. <laughs> <laughs> just want to be me, man. No, but that is me. I mean, if I don't have, if you don't have the shitty things happen to you, then mm-hmm. you you just, uh, for me personally, if I didn't have shitty things happen to me, I'd be a loser. I'd have, I, oh yeah, like I would just be not funny at all. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> oh absolutely, it's like, it. There's shit that's happened that's so bad, comically bad. Mm. Though. It's like this is it's absurd now. It's just it's absurdity. Yeah. Like yeah. you ever find yourself yourself in times where you're like, you can't even write this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I love those times. And I, I, like that's where I ultimately get. It's like really hard. Right before that, I'm like this. I'm like this is this is it. I'm like yeah. This is how it ends. Here it is. Then I'm like, what? Oh, it's worse. I'm like, all right. Now this is a movie. Yeah. Now this is stand up comedy. This yep. is crazy. So you yeah. take do you take it, run with it. That's yeah. how you make money off it. Of- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no, I should gotta make money off of this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, the whole thing like so this has been uh a, I, i'm like not typically the podcast guy that has shows like this i mean this is the first show i've ever had like this i've talked to plenty of people and mm-hmm. done interviews but i'm more of an investigative journalist kind of i mean not even like lit- like not even like legitimately just in a in my podcast experience yeah i'm used to interviewing people gathering tape and making a thing and then saying here you go and that is very cool well, because it is so it's so hard to do that like it, it is they're both hard though i looked at what like, like what you do what we're doing right now is like i, I don't know if i can do that and honestly i, I think that for me I, even like right now in this moment i'm like okay like what i'm doing differently consciously is mm. just making it a conversation and just saying more than i would normally say yeah right i think i think people have said it, I, I don't want to toot my own horn i guess but no toot it people toot feel comfortable shit. around me man they spill the beans right and it's now you, you have that <laughs> for the industry <laughs> you're like yeah it's like so if you ever need anybody <laughs> now i'm talking like you i'm like, I'm like, it's like you can tell me your secrets no one's watching yeah it's like we're like <laughs> upload that shit now yeah <laughs> do you regret posting all the time Really? Wait, oh, sorry. I thought you just meant, uh, do, you regret, do you regret? Have you ever regret? <laughs> I, I, just the question mark regret. I, I do digress and I do regret. <laughs> oh, yeah. We all regret shit. No, uh, regretting posting. I don't know. Sometimes I'll, I'll post shit and I'm like, that was fucking not funny. I, th- my whole thing is like, I I want to be funny at all times. What's the bar- what parameter are you pacing, or 
basing those off of? Um, like, my your, own personal. Like just a, an engagement level that you can see that feels like that worked? Yeah. Kind of? Yeah, well, no, I, I, not even that. Like, I don't even care how well anything does, like, uh, like likes or whatever. It's more of if I watch it back and I still think it's funny, I'm like, okay, that I stand by that. That's funny. And then yeah. everyone in the comments can be like, oh, this is hilarious. And I'm like, you're all idiots because that's really bad. And I don't know why I posted it. And it's just, yeah. it's a whole, it's a whole uh, run around with Th that's what, what I, I do. respect about what you do, actually. Yeah. And like what scares me about what I'm doing right now is that, you know, I'm like, I'm kind of a little, I mean, it's probably fine, but I'm a little nervous about. Oh, like me in this one moment in time. I mean, yeah. in two days from now, I'll be looking back. I'm like, wow, what was I thinking? What was I saying? Yeah. And so, and, and I think people don't really get that. Mm -mm. I mean, there's some people who just out there just going and they're just spewing the same shit every day. Yeah. And whoever they are. And they're out of their goddamn minds. And they're, they're insane. Yeah. But people just say stuff and they're like, okay, you know, it's, it's, usually not that deep yeah it, it isn't anywhere else in life if there's a pattern of it sure yeah. but i don't know it's like uh, people could i don't know just should look at it differently yeah than it is yeah it's just uh sometimes you're your own worst enemy so do you regret posting that video or or has there been anything that was helpful to you about that i d i don't regret it just because there were a bunch of people who reached out and like the people who followed me were, were like all friends. So like, it felt like two friends like trying to help each other out through bad times and people just saying like, really glad you posted this because mm -hmm. you know, you made it look like everything was great and it's, it's just not. And do I want to look like a big crybaby online? Not so much. Yeah, no, it, that that's why I'm asking yeah. because not that I thought that you looked that way at all. I'm just you thought I looked like a big crybaby. I'm like she's a little bit, she's a little crybaby, but <laughs> she's no. bawling her eyes out to the point where I thought it was a bit. <laughs> that's that's a level of vulnerability that I, I don't even know if I could do. Yeah, it's it's weird because like I'll do the funny stuff, but then mm -hmm. sometimes I'll do like the here's my life stuff. Yeah, and that's when I'm in a creative rut with. Yeah. The funny stuff. I get that. Which I'm currently in. I'm just like... It happens, though. It's like, it's tough, man. It's not always... Yeah, there's like the a weird, like, just thing with it all. And yeah, it's and You can tell. I, I can feel it. It's a weird... I mean, I don't even know if this is probably just my own brain yeah. making this up, but there's this up and down, and I can tell when I'm on the surge of it mm -hmm. and when I'm back down again sometimes. Yeah. And when I'm going up on it, I'm like, I feel like I'm hitting so hard that mm -hmm. i can even just like deja vu like call what's about to happen or that i'm just a lost puppy again yeah and i'm like whoa what's going on when yeah. those creative juices are flowing they're yeah, flowing yeah. but uh -huh. when they don't it's i mean you get it, it feels like it's never coming back you know yeah it feels like yeah so that okay that's actually thank you for saying that because mm -hmm. i i would have not said it unless you said it mm -hmm. be, but that's how i used to feel and it's like debilitating I learned that it's just not true. Yeah. Just factually for me is untrue. Yeah. That no matter what, it always comes back. It always comes back. And and like I, I tell myself that it doesn't always fix it. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, we're here again. Yeah. You know, these ones suck, but 
it, I'm like, it always comes around. It always comes back it around. It does, and it it always has. Have you ever um, found yourself in a creative rut and done something to get yourself going again, or is it because I feel it? I yeah. don't know. I mean, totally. Yeah. And I think I think that's always kind of changed and evolved a little bit. For me, I think more so these days. And I kind of learned it over time. Is people like these guys just you know if I'm all burnt out and confused, you know, odds are that not everyone around you in that moment is. Mm. I'm not trying to offload anything on anybody, but yeah. I think people... It's not contagious. Right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it might be reversed in a month, a year, or whatever. Yeah. And I think that, you know, I collectively feeling the excitement about something That's reminds huge. me yeah. that damn and for me it's if it's not that then it just feels like a whole worthless selfish selfish venture like what's it worth and you know the internet would say otherwise that i would just you know my head's so big that i just want to do this because but like i'm uncomfortable yeah but and i just have just gotten used to it Mm -hmm. and i'm like fuck it yeah what else am i gonna do what else are you gonna do i I think it's okay though i've learned so much doing that and I don't regret it at all. <laughs> like it's been more good than bad. So if you learn anything about yourself, though, like what, like what have you learned about yourself? I guess I guess um I've noticed within the last year that I'm like hyper self aware, which is like mm. a good thing and a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I I tried therapy and it was like this young young I think she was like younger than me, like this young girl right out of college, and I thought it would be great because she'd like understand like the online stuff maybe, but whatever. And I'm talking to her and she's like, wow, you are just so self-aware. And I'm like, yeah, help. Like, give me tools, something. She's like, I don't know. You're just like really self-aware. I'm glad you said that too, because that's how I felt. I'm like, no, I don't want to go through six months of this for you to get who I am. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm aware of all these things, mostly. Yeah. There's some that I could use some insight on. I'm just looking for a little help here. Yeah. yeah, Give me a little boost here. Yeah. Just say I'm doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, yeah. I think that's really, yeah. I, I was like, just fucking listen if you're not going to be helpful. And they're like, hey, like, you're doing really good. And you're like, that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> I wonder why I skipped the last two weeks. That's <laughs> yeah. when I wasn't doing good. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's now I think I just know like it, I got diagnosed with bipolar. So it's like, mm-hmm. and I still don't know if I agree with that diagnosis. Why is that though? Um, just because you felt bipolar doesn't mean you're... I mean, I'm not... A, I'm just saying. Yeah. I used... I thought at one point in my life, in my early 20s, I was like, I was convinced I had bipolar. Yeah. Like, disorder. One of them. I'm not really sure. Mm-hmm. And shit, maybe I do. Yeah. But it, I wouldn't... It, it doesn't feel that way to me anymore, though, like that. You're you're desperate for an answer, and then you get the answer, and you don't like it. Yeah, but like also, I think, yeah, and I think that there's such a scale to it all. It's just a name we assigned to. I mean, it's not like it's a a bug bite. Yeah, no. Or like COVID. Yeah, and it's it's just funny that you said that you thought at one time that you could have been I bipolar, did. but also with the conversation we just had about the creative highs and lows. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, always maybe, wonder if that yeah, has yeah. if that ties into it all because. Like when things yeah. are good, like my, my brain's going, I'm moving, I'm grooving. Yeah. And then when things are bad, it's like, mm, I'm not creative. I, and that I harp on all that. I, I mean, I think that 
I mean, I really don't know, to mm -hmm. be honest, but I've learned how I've learned how to get myself out of the rut sometimes. Sometimes I can't. Mm. And there's times where I just, I, it doesn't matter if I can get myself out of the rut or not. Yeah. I mean, hey, guess what? You got to do this today. Yeah. And tomorrow and the next day. And you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And so I kind of, I think I learned a lot through that too mm -hmm. of just, hey, sometimes it just sucks. And just accepting that for what it is. Yeah, if you can just... Um, Knowing that it's not going to be forever. Yeah, and just know it's not going to be forever. It's like, we could just... We got to rough through this. It's going gonna, it's gonna to get better. Because it always does. It's It always does. That's what I was convinced that like, every time I felt like this is it. This is, this is it. This is the worst it's ever been. And it's not getting better this time. Mm -hmm. And I'm almost... I've, I feel stupid almost how wrong I was. I know. It, it now it might be a longer stretch. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. Yeah. But it's it's I mean, for me so far it's it's proved my own self wrong. Mhm. Mm Which is the only time you want to be wrong. Y right. Exactly. Yeah, like you I'll take that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, you know that one. chalk that up to me. No, but, but least, yeah. It it's funny to compare even when you were like uh younger when you think it's the end of the world, you get in trouble. Yeah. It's like uh you get caught drinking. In yeah. high school, and you're like, I'm never gonna get over this. Like everything's awful. My parents hate me. They're never, they're never gonna forgive me. I do that in small doses as an adult. What do you about, mean? About like, um, like silly stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, when I when I first wanted to get this job, they wouldn't take me. I'm like, oh, I don't know what the hell else I'm gonna do. And like, you think it's the end of the world, but it's not. Okay, you mean like defeated? Yeah. It's like, what, yeah, yeah. There's times in your life where you think it's the end of the world and it's mm -hmm. just not. I don't know if that. Yeah, makes no, sense. it's, uh, yeah, that's actually a good point too. Because, in mm -hmm. also, I think it's kind of, I mean, at least in society that I grew up in, in my generation, and probably for a lot of people today, yeah, which is <laughs> my generation. It's like, I mean, probably everyone who's listening to this fucking podcast. We were on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we used to use MySpace. Also, like, don't act like you don't want MySpace back. Yeah, that would be pretty sick. Like, you mean like some retrofitted new MySpace? Wouldn't be as cool as TikTok? Mm, sure about that? Sure. You sure about that? That's why. <laughs> <laughs> Love that show. Dude, that guy is, I mean. Oh, he rocks. He's he's awesome. I'm so glad that that show is just being made at all. Yeah, I I'm know. I'm like, dude, that's a win for society. I know. Sketch comedy is right? really the best. We need that stuff. No, I mean, I used to love the improv stuff. Like, I mean, in... Just even middle school and high school drama class. Yeah. You know? Because I always... it mean because the drama like club in my in, in my school was weird. Weirdos. And I really wish I could look it past that. It wasn't glee, it wasn't any of that cool shit. It mm -hmm. was weird. I wish I could have looked past it because I would have been a star. But mm -hmm. I just was too cool. <laughs> it was too cool to I was do like, it. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not a, like, a loser. I'm like, yeah. Uh, yeah, you're doing Macbeth. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, like, yeah, like. Uh, that, that's why I learned it wasn't for me. Is that we did improv like most of the day in class. Everyone was like laughing, and then they're like, "Oh, who's gonna be this, this play?" I was like, <laughs> "Everyone's." I was the only one who thought it was stupid. No, <laughs> oh, really. And I was like. Oh, sh oh, oh, oh okay. Maybe I That's do not, belong. It's not cool if I I can't be like this is lame. Okay. <laughs> and I feel like it is. Okay. 
<laughs> I have. I actually have a really funny story. Uh, yeah. I'm really big into theater, acting, whatever. I really wanted to be a star. I wanted to be Lindsay Lohan so bad when I was You're younger. You're a rock star. Really did. Rock star, two eggs. <laughs> 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 but um, just r- real quick, I tell this story all the time, but when I was younger, my mom signed me up for an acting camp. Okay. And it was right down the street. I heard about me. those. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I went to the camp and uh, it was like in this little cabin place, whatever. But it was like during the week, whatever. I loved it. I was a shining star. I got the lead of whatever play it was. And my, they invited the parents to come see the dress rehearsal before the big show. And so my mom comes and we put on the play. And at the end, I'm like, mom, fucking killed it, right? You should fucking get me an agent because I'm, I'm going to be the right. next big thing. We get in the car. She doesn't say anything, which I'm like, all right, you're a bitch. And, <laughs> and, and you a said bitch. that, right? You said, you're, all right, bitch. And she's Fuck like. You, Nancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, my mom's my boy. I would never say that. I was <laughs> yeah. so afraid Sorry, of her. Sorry, Nancy. We would, yeah, that's, don't say that to your mom. So good. No, don't ever say that to me. Yeah. But um, we get in the car and I'm like, all right, yeah. So what'd you think? Mm-hmm. And she goes, yeah, so that's going to be your last day at the camp. And I was like, what do you mean? The show's literally tomorrow. I'm the star. What? And as it turns out, it was a camp for special needs kids. So, wasn't very fair. Is this fair. a real story? I promise you, you I can't make not, this shit I mean, up. Cause it, yeah, it'd be more fucked up if it wasn't true, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I lived it so I can say so, it. So, <laughs> I mean, you're still a star, but... <laughs> like, <laughs> tell my mom. Yeah, I guess the you know the pool you're in does matter to a degree. Yeah, it's in not the very scale of what you mean by that. But yeah, <laughs> did you have fun? I had a blast. Okay, then did they have fun? I I, I basically should have been running around yelling one of us, one of us. <laughs> <laughs> were you just like were you pissed? I was shooting the shit. These these kids were my boys. This was like my little secret thing. There was I did. not a, any part of you that was like, is this like one of those kids? No, I was like, these guys suck at acting. <laughs> You're like, like I'm actually, I might be a good actor. <laughs> I, like, I looked around, I'm like, I don't think acting's for them, but I mean, if I'm going to shine, I'm going to shine. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. 
For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Any listener who found the mental health, and I, I hate that term. No, it's all good. I mean, what else and, are you going to say? You, you, I, and I know you like don't know what I mean. <laughs> no, but like, I think that it was probably more helpful than it was. I mean, not that it wasn't a thing for you to deal with now that you did that, but I think that it's it's bold and... There's probably more people, in my opinion, that saw that that are like, thank you, because I'm too scared to say that in my life. And I don't even have your life where you talk all the time. Yeah. And that to me was what was, was so badass about it. Yeah. A lot of people are just like quietly going through it. And it's like, uh-huh. if, if I could be the voice for some people, that's that's pretty cool. But I also don't I don't really see it yeah, that way. But it's like, not even like that. I just mean like, you know. I mean, even you, even you sharing whether you, whether yeah. you keep it or not, but like you sharing how you felt, it's yeah, it's good to have like an open dialogue about the yeah. The and whole I'm thing. curious. I'm always cur- like curious what other people think. Mm-hmm. You know, like and like I was genuinely curious. Like, yeah, you, how did you feel? Like, what like what were you thinking? Like, is that how I think, or, mm. or, is, or am I is my different than that, or is it? I don't know. Or just what? Because it is all different. I mean, everyone's thinking we have different brains out here. Yeah. Right. I mean, life's about like human connection. If you, the more you talk to people, the more you understand how they feel, which could help you understand how you feel. I guess I don't know. It sounded like I'm smoking weed. Are you sure it's just ten percent? <laughs> yeah, brother. Those, just ten. Yeah, those things will get you. Just ten, and only two dollars. Like actually, though. Yeah. Like, dude, it's a college. Like eight quarters. Like twenty-one plus is dream. Two dollars? Two dollars. Three dollars? Four dollars? I don't know. Between two and four. Well Ask me any other question like, about it. I don't really it's remember like either how much this it costs. Or double that. Mm-hmm. You're like, whoa. <laughs> you can get two for uh, either. No, I have only I mean, I still have a little bit left here and yeah, it feels like more than ten percent. In in a good way? That's your bang for your buck. It's that it's that malt liquor vibe. You know yeah. what I mean? It's that gas station. It's that you know, gas. It, yeah, it's that <laughs> gas, dude. Yeah. It's that gas, man. It's that uh, Friday night, like, hey, man, like, let's go to the gas station and get those things. Yeah. And it's these. Yeah, it's those things. I will say, honestly, I've I've actually enjoyed the taste the whole time. That's so Maybe huge. I have a... Will you say it one a, more time right there? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> hi. Uh, this is Pirate Water and... Um, they're actually not bad. I kind of like <laughs> yeah, them. They're good. I mean, I'm not going to drink them every day because that'd be crazy. Um, just, you know, every other day. When you want to uh, let loose, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, actually, it's pretty good. Fuck and you, yeah. I hope you, you you get some shit out of that because... Yeah. yeah, I think I'll get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every time you say it, you get... I'll get a smile. I'll get, get a, a smile. Get a penny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
But also, you know, thank you for this. This has been fun. Yeah. And, you know. Thanks for having me. This is I know awesome. we don't know each other like that, but yeah. now, I mean, now we do. I mean, dude, it's right here. Also, yeah, no, boy, I, I appreciate oh, just I like the, <laughs> the fuck it vibe of like, yeah, I'll go. And I'm like, cool. I think that that told me all that I needed to know. Yeah. And like, I'll, you know. Down let's, for let's whatever keep it at up, all man. times. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is, and also a huge fan. Like. Right back at you, man. Yeah. So, oh, boys, now cheers. Yeah, like we're basically like <laughs> we're like, like we're we're friends. Like, we all go honestly. back ten years. Yeah, right? let's go to summer camp. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. Unless you got another one. Okay, is that a bad way to end it? Probably. I think that's. I think that's, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I think that's a good way to end. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talking to Death is a production of Tenderfoot TV and iHeart Podcast, created and hosted by Payne Lindsay. For Tenderfoot TV, executive producers are Payne Lindsay and Donald Albright. Co-executive producer is Mike Rooney. For iHeart Podcast, executive producers are Matt Frederick and Alex Williams, with original music by Makeup and Vanity Set. Additional production by Mike Rooney, Dylan Harrington, Sean Nerney, Dayton Cole, and Gustav Wilde for Cohedo. Production support by Tracy Kaplan, Mara Davis, and Trevor Young. Mixing and mastering by Cooper Skinner and Dayton Cole. Our cover art was created by Rob Sheridan. Check out our website, talkingtodeathpodcast.com. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talking to Death. This series is released weekly, absolutely free. But if you want ad-free listening and exclusive bonuses, you can subscribe to Tenderfoot Plus on Apple Podcasts or go to tenderfootplus.com. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.